You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Uh, we're Outdoor Adventure Summits, the airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long. I'll be with you for the next about 40 minutes. Long for the ride is the best co-host in all the land, Todd to the top. Todders, how are you? All is well. How do I sound today? Oh, God, good, good. Very oh, I good. sound good. Yeah, you sound good. We're hanging out inside the Monarch in, or in Banyan 1, inside the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. On this week's show, we have a weekly happy. It was a bad day for a French skier. On the docket, so we'll give you some events coming up. And in the news, a ski report, guess, guess the ski report. It's it's so deep out there. Kazi upgrades, up for air results, Utahns at the Olympics, snowmobiler Abbey death, SLC surgeon dies at solitude, and Japow will give you something worth watching. A Gear 30 segment. I have some information. I have some news on Gear 30, by the way. A beef. Should I call it a beef? I yeah. Know. I got something. I I'd something. say this is a place to disclose it. Yeah, okay. I got a beef. Seems like a oh. safe place. Yeah, it's a safe place. Okay. Um, so I have a Gear 30 segment that includes Marmot and used gear and my beef, I guess. My beef. Uh, a Myland segment, which includes a mass swarm of dead fish. And the Great Salt Lake, unrelated or are they? Quote of the week, outdoor jukebox. All of this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 385, Andra, Olympics, and Japow. So let's charge. Summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. I think already I would have done I, uh, beef, dead no beef, dead fish. And Japow. I like Japow. Japow would have kept Beef. 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 Because you said you had some beef. Oh, yeah, but that was, I just threw it in there, so no one beef, would know. Yeah, beef. Dead fish. Dead fish and Japow. Definitely dead fish and Japow. Okay. All right. Hang on. Yours are good, but I'm just saying mine might Yours be are probably better. Dead fish. Yeah. Okay. There's a weird third guy drinking beer in our trailer. It happens. That's my official title. Weird guy. Weird guy in the trailer. Should we even introduce you or should we just call yeah, you weird guy in a trailer the whole time? <laughs> okay. No, weird guy drinking a beer. Okay. I think we'll just leave okay. it at that. I'll leave it at that. All right. Chime in, weird guy drinking a beer. It's Can I get one of those cool intros like that? I, well, if you keep showing up like this. You will have your own. It'll be like, dum, dum, dum. you're going to have to put in more than one episode. Weird guy drinking Show a beer. In, uh, let's see. Let's see if any Three episodes, you get more. a song. Okay, three episodes. Weird guy drinking a beer. In the trailer. Something. Nailed it. Nailed it. Something like that. That's perfect. Okay, good enough. Right. It should just be the wah, wah. I do have that, yeah, but that's, I think I overused that. You're saving so, that? Yeah, I think I'm saying that. All right. Probably a good idea. All right. This week's weekly happy. Sorry about that, people on the video. I had it focused on weird guy drinking a beer, so we get to see who that was. I'm gonna share share my screen. Let's see if this works. It's gonna 
I think so. Screen layout, press shift. Oh, no, wait. Share screen. Yeah, let's do it. There it is. We want to share this one here, the one on the left, because you have to watch this one for full effect. So you can listen to it, and I'll explain it. French, this is a weekly happy, although it wasn't a happy day for this guy, but I was cracking up because the commentators. French skier Yannick Bertrand. It's the Olympics, so we're, we're into the, all the ski sports right now. Olympics have begun. Yeah, this is, uh, but he straddled a gate uh, and took a mean shot to the groin during the FIS World Cup Super G race in Norway. But this was February 2015. And so let's go ahead and listen to the, let's see if we can hear this. Uh, is it making any noise? Well, that's not good. Oh, here it is. Here Frenchman Yannick Bertrand through the S turn. Yannick Bertrand. Bertrand. Because <laughs> oh, the they the mic them. They Bertrand. mic them as they go down. And you could hear it. You could hear it. <laughs> and if you're a man, you could feel it. Wow. Watch this again. <laughs> right to the groin. Oh, the Frenchman. The commentator. Oh, monsieur. Bertrand. Wow, the boys took a beating on that one. Mm. That guy needs a hug. Those are the moments that change your life if you're a man, I tell you what. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, ski racing. I was listening to some downhill, and they always oh mic the, the athletes. And it's usually just like, oh, uh, but never like that. Not, not that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bertrand. Yeah. Ah! That was pretty. Yeah. Oh my god, that's brilliant! It, yeah, it sucks. I want that, that on a loop. A loop. Just <laughs> that's to... true. I, c- I, I can. I have it recorded. I can get. So I can add it to the board, <laughs> and it might be weird beard guy's introduction. So it's like ah. <laughs> but then you, we have to somehow include Bertrand. Yeah, Bertrand. Bertrand. That's, ah! <laughs> oh, that's happy. That's happy. <laughs> Maybe not to the boys. One, but one that's man's happy for me. bad day is another man's happy day. All right. So that was. Thank you for Hopefully that. Hopefully he's fixed already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. <laughs> okay. On the docket. There, you know, so Austin's up at Basin on the weekends. Your kid's a skier, right? Sorry. I'm a weird guy who drinks a beer in the trailer. He has a name as yeah, well. Yeah. Austin. That's all you need. He's to our know. neighbor, actually. So. Yeah, my my son skis on the ski team up at Snow Basin. Yeah, so you're up there often. So uh, you, I'm, I'm assuming, have been able to take advantage of the tap takeovers up at Earl's Plaza on oh, the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm there all day. Okay. I'm going to turn your mic up because for some reason it doesn't feel like it's as loud as it should be. What we want to do is hear you really Hello? well. Hello? Yeah, you're just well, soft. That's, that's better. You're just soft-spoken. Okay, so... A rundown of the the tap takeover at Earl's Plaza. The, the left. This is what's left for the rest of the season. So this weekend it's Roosters. Cheers, Roosters. We're drinking Roosters right now, actually. Yes, it's, yeah. Cheers, the Roosters. Um, Utah is the week after the nineteenth and the twenty first, and then but this weekend's Valentine's Day. It's Roosters up there. Then it's Sawtooth Brewing I'm out of Idaho. I'm oh, saying. they're awesome. Then Wasatch Brewing on March fifth and sixth, and then. Um, Ketos Brewing out of Utah, March 12th and 13th. Roja Brewing, United Utah, 19th and 20th. Melvin on the 26th and 27th. And then Squatters on April 2nd and 3rd. And that's your tap takeover lineup. There, You don't even have to ski. You can go up there and just drink the beer. 
it's again, you can probably cheaper. I think it depends on how much you drink. I think I did that last time I was there. Actually. <laughs> you, did you? Just it's like it's eh. it's beer time. Yeah. Mm. It's Saturday. Just Lines like are long. That's a good lineup. Yeah. All right. So on the docket, February eighth through ninth, uh, WWSRA Intermountain Demo at Snow Basin. So this is an industry gig. This is not necessarily open to. Well, it's not open. Wait, to what are all those letters? WWSRA. Quick on the spotlight. Don't know it. I don't know it. What, did you know any of the letters? No. Winter. <laughs> That's not a letter. WWSRA. That, like, that could be one of the W's. Sales Rep Association or something. Western. Western something something Sales Rep Association, I think. So what they're doing is they're saying, hey, uh, buyers of goods, would buyers you like to, goods. would you like to, you should test these, demo these skis and snowboards and see if you'd like to bring them into your shop. And so. They'll be up there. I'll be up at Basin on um, the 8th and 9th. So it's Wednesday and Thursday this week. But I'm just giving you a heads up so that if you're up at Basin and you see a bunch of booths and stuff and you're, and you're like, oh, I want to demo some stuff, I don't I don't think it's open to the – pretty sure it's not open to the public. It's an industry deal. That's why it's during the week. Usually when it's open to the public, they'll do it on a Saturday. I'll, more on that coming up. Listen, it's up to you. They'll probably turn your way. But give it a shot. <laughs> see if you can get in. I, I did it one time. It's yeah. not on us. I went and test. You did? Yeah, I went. But I don't know if it was this one. It was probably a demo, uh, but not this one. It was a demo day. day. I know yeah. that. Did yeah. you look legit? I tried. That day? Maybe. I, I might have known somebody. I don't know. Anything in particular you're looking forward to trying? No. Uh, well, maybe. I Do you know who will be there yet? Just yeah, I mean all the so for snowboarding, there's only a few brands that I really enjoy. So I'm gonna try, but they produce so many different snowboards that I'll probably ride different boards from either Solomon and Jones, uh, K2 and Arbor. Is I'm hoping they're all there, and then I'll just demo those. But um, we at Gear 30 we carry K2, Jones, and Solomon, and I haven't ridden their full lineups, and so it'd be nice to ride them all just so I can talk about them when customers come in. Cause you know what I might suggest you do is you pair each snowboard with a particular beer. I was going to say whiskey. Make like beer, a recommendation. Beer's a good idea. Yeah. Whiskey may not, maybe a shorter date. Snowboard, <laughs> snowboard beer. Yeah, snowboard beer. Like, like, like if this, I were to pair, like what right. would you suggest Pairing. with? That's such wow. a good a idea. Wow. I love that. Mind-blowing. So, yeah, so we have a I I I opened it was it was, uh, it was and Andy and and myself we started that Facebook page Gear on the Rocks and the idea was that we were going to do reviews and we would go whiskey yeah we're gear reviews right and we'd pair it with a whiskey and it would be like this. This or we would drink whiskey while we were giving the review, you know. And did you get, on the rocks. did you even get one episode under we, your belt? Zero. Just <laughs> zero. forgot to. So you drink a lot of whiskey, no yeah. review. But we, yeah. but we got a Facebook page, and we drank whiskey. So oh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Todd, I'm going to ask you. So I'm going to see if you can move that camera because you're to the left of it. So we need to move the camera so that it's your center to just a touch more if you oh that looks so much better. Yeah, right there. That's perfect. I'm going to stay right here. Yeah, that looks really good. Okay, perfect. Good job. All right, so that's anyway, that's 8th and 9th. The 10th Ogden Avalanche B Street Speaker Series. It's the last one this Thursday. If you haven't been out, come on out this Thursday. This week's topic is rescue. That is from 6ish to 9 and we drink and we talk about avalanche danger and it's a lot of fun. The 11th through the 13th is Backcountry Yurt Trip through the Weaver Outdoor Program, Bloomington Canyon. 
There is an Avalanche Beacon demo at Powder Mountain on February 11th. And then the 18th and 19th is the Banff Mountain Film Festival at Pierre's Egyptian Theater. If you don't have your ticket tickets yet, jump online, grab the tickets. There is a fundraiser, actually, for the uh, Snow Basin Ski Foundation, which our stranger from next door is child participating. What day is it? Is that Friday, Saturday, <laughs> yeah. or Saturday, Sunday? That is a, it's a, it's a great Saturday, program, yeah. Saturday, I, Sunday. I go every year to that. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, my gosh. We love so it. So fun. Yeah. So that's coming up in two weeks, I believe. This year I want to win some cheese. Something for crying out loud! We didn't Jeez, never win was, anything. I think I would have won a headlamp once. That's shut up. Good, get out yeah, of the trailer. Was, yeah, yeah there's great. losers in this trailer. If you've won something, <laughs> you can get out. How many years now? We've won nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. We've gotten some <laughs> free kick-ass coffee. That's true. Oh, the kicking horse. I, I'm sorry, kicking horse. Oh, I guess it is kick-ass coffee though. Kick-ass really kicking is. horse. Yeah. Something. One of those. And I'm it's trying to think what other free freebie stuff. And that's about it. We have yet to win anything. So I'm setting my bar. Low. Towards low-ish, you know, low-ish. and there's usually oh, there was the trip to Banff that, that I won. I totally forgot. Oh, just that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, just <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> February sixteenth, Winter Trail Series, Full Moon Snowshoe. That is through the Weber Outdoor Program. Also, you don't have to be a student. You can bear break. <laughs> you can be general public. They'll just charge you more. I had to do that because I'm got. I'm getting He's a, a pro. See, he brought two beers in here. I I, I brought I'm, one. He, I'm the weird guy drinking the but beer. Here's the deal. Only Let me know when you're done, and I'll take the camera off of you, and then they'll never even know. It's like magic. Oh, the camera's, oh, the camera's really? not on you. It's off really? you right now. You could hand leave signals? and grab a beer. Can I, like hand and signals? Then, like, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll do this. I'm like, watch. I'm going to open this beer here. That's pretty good. That was your cue to get another beer, Austin, and you didn't even leave. Now the camera's on you. <laughs> That's like a Banyan side hustle is beer sound effects. Beer sound effects. We do it professionally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the Powder Mountain 50th anniversary celebrations the 19th through the 21st and the Rose Club Ride Night. That is Ride Night, excuse me, at Powder Mountain. That's a ladies night essentially at Powder Mountain. It's $18 for the evening and that is February 21st and then another one on March 21st. March 5th is the Adapt Demo Day. So that that is a demo day that's open to the public. It's $30. You pay 30 bucks, and then you can go demo gear all day on March 5th. Austin, write that down. March 5th. March 5th. Yeah, demo, demo stuff. I'm there. Okay. Run to the Hills. Uh, that will be at Nordic Valley. That's with Ogden Avalanche on March 12th. Ogden Avalanche Backcountry Base Camp is March 19th and 20th. March 25th, Winter Trail Series Cross-Country Ski at Weber Outdoor Program at North Fork Park. Um, And then March 26th is the SSCF Snow Basin Town Challenge. That's where you you and some friends get together and race other people at Snow Basin. And then the Turn and Burn Race at Powder Mountain. That's sort of turned into a cult classic. That's April 2nd. And the End of Season Party. End of Season Party. Says April 9th, but damn it, if it doesn't snow... Soon, it may be sooner than that at poor Powder Mountain and every place else because there's no snow in the forecast. Also, have you seen any the forecast? It's terrible. I have not it seen it. It's pretty dry no. for 10 I, I, days. I it's painful. It. Yeah, it's not good. All right, so. All right, our guest in studio this week is the strange guy from next door. Is uh, he a guest when he just shows up? No, <laughs> no. I mean, he was he was like, I said, Austin, do you want to come on the show? He said no, and then he just showed up. I've been on the so, waiting list for how long? Like two years, I think. Two years on the waiting. But you know what happens? This is exactly what happens when I don't shut the studio doors. 
Every single time I forget to shut the studio doors, it's some. I did close the door to the beer fridge, just so you know. Thank you. Step okay, one. Then you can stay. Step one. That's the oh, big God. rule that we have, so thank you very much. Yeah. We were going over our rules before the podcast. We don't have many, but shutting the beer fridge door is one of them, so thanks, Austin. No problem. In the news, in the I news. I will put an offer out, though, speaking of sure. which. And yeah. so if anybody wants to come down at some point when we're here. Yeah, come down. Defrost the beer fridge. Oh yeah, we need that. You can too. have three beers. Hey, at least at least a beer. Crying out loud. I I'll, I will offer three beers if somebody wants to come down and defrost the okay. the beer fridge. I'm just putting it out there. I I just don't like defrosting fridges and freezers. I have a <laughs> I have a, I have a ski report. It's I mean I don't know. It's zero. You need to stretch it out. You have ten minutes for this ski report. Oh my god. Ten um, minute ski report. Yeah, ten minute ski report. Okay, I can do that. You um, out the ski area, twenty four hours zero inches, forty eight hours. You're still zero at, you're inches. still at ten minutes. <laughs> Base is eighty two inches. Temperature today is thirty nine degrees. Oh, this is funny. It says uh, it says now thirty nine degrees, but the high is supposed to be thirty. So that's not adding up. Uh, Beavers at a fifty five inch base. Brian heads at a 40, Brighton's at 69, Cherry Peak 37, Deer Valley 46, Eagle Point 60, Nordic's at 30, rode Nordic the other day. Oh my God, I love that mountain. It is such a fun, cute little mountain. Uh, the new lift is pretty cool. I didn't, so it went, I went night, so I didn't make it over to the, I actually got there right as they were closing it down, but yeah, how's the new lift, Austin? Oh, I I loved it. Yeah. Okay, that tells me everything. That I was need a to know. thorough description. <laughs> Thank you very much. The visual. Two thumbs head. up. No, it was. It's a nice fast lift. You get a bunch of people on it. It was nobody over there when I was over there. So fast is a good. That's a good. But it's, it's. Yeah, go 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 get. Is there it. any Just snow? Put over your there? butt I mean, on it and go. There's a lot of. Uh, yeah, it is a touch higher on the mountain, right? Yeah, you get a little ele- elevation. Yeah, the elevation. Just quit giving him beers. I got a little excited, okay? I asked yeah. you to say elevation. 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 <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> you did not give me whiskey. It gives. It does give you a little more elevation. <laughs> we have whiskey if you want oh, some whiskey, though. No, 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 no. This is a good start. I just okay. got a little excited. That's all. Yeah, I don't know. It happens. I do so. We are 16 minutes in a 40 minute episode. <laughs> Premature elevation. <laughs> elevation. Uh, oh, God. Okay. All right. Uh, in the news, in the news, Kazi Reservoir is going to get $11 million from who? Federal government. Upgrades are on the way. And we need the upgrades because you can't park for shit up there and the roads are bad and all that stuff. So What's that's that where the on money the application? is. Going. It's it's yes, it's why do you need eleven million dollars? Because you can't park for shit up there. That's why it's yeah. Well, I can see where maybe at least two million of that is going. What else are they doing over there? I can do this. Oh, that's cool. Wow. I'm just playing with the okay, live stream. Um eleven plus million dollars plus a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar input from the county. Okay, well that's nice. Thanks, County. On top of road improvements around Kazi, another one million plus bucket of funding will be used to upgrade and expand parking lots around the reservoir, and create a ramp into the water for emergency craft, according to Sean Harwood, who heads the U.S. Forest Services Ogden's Ranger District. We should have him on the show one time, Todd. I think that'd be good. 
good gift. I'd like um, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll reach. I'll reach out. Those improvements funded with the federal Great American Outdoors Act money will be completed in tandem with the eleven point forty five million in road upgrades because the roads up there are a little bouncy and stuff. When the war, when the weather is warm, the sides of the narrow roads that wind around Causey Reservoir, located about eleven miles east of Huntsville, filled with parking cars, parked cars, not parking cars, filled with parked cars, paddle boarders, kayakers, and others traverse the road to and from the water access points, creating, at times, a chaotic, congested ambiance. It's not an ambiance. It's situation, uh, it's bad up there. I mean, if you've been up there in the summer, it's... It's a popular spot, and I think it's a popular yeah. spot with reason. It's yeah, a it's beautiful, gorgeous. beautiful place to go. So that's good. That's that's really good news, actually. All right, so running up for air, who did... Who's the winners? So we talked, we've been teasing this, right? The running hey, before we get air. to the winners, yeah, I'm going to take just a second. I used to be really good at this. Let's right, see let's how try. we do. Camera's on you. You ready? Wait, time out. Wait, no, wait. No, I'm not ready. I got, where's my mouse? Ready? I think I coined here. one of the first ready? live. Let's see if I can. Okay, you ready? Mm. Mm. That was a good pop. It was a good pop. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. All right, as you were. Is that a red ale? Yeah. I enjoy this red ale. In fact, it's probably one of my favorites that they didn't cry. Yeah. Thanks, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. All right. So I don't think you can read that on this when I do the share screen thing. I'm going to have to share screen. I can't hear what you're seeing. You <laughs> there we go. That's better. It's That's a better. reason to watch the YouTube, but for instance, <sighs> I'm not watching it right now. So we did the 2022 Running Up for Air in Ogden. This is where you summit Malins as many times as you can in a six-hour 12-hour yes, or 24-hour period. Two and their guests. goals were ridiculously yes. high. Okay, so the one did fantastic. The other one, we're going to have to talk to Eric Manning because he I think he did one one lap, and maybe Eric. that was all he wanted to do. So did like, stop he, it. he did a podcast at the top? The beer, the beer is more important. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what So he you did. run to the top of Malin's for a beer? And then come back down. And then come back down and have yep. another beer? And then it's I up. think the beer part is unofficial. Yeah, that's that part not is not. Yeah. Part this it. is actually a fundraiser to clean air. But the winner of the whole shebang, and this is, we've done Malins. Have you done Malins, yeah. Austin? No, no, I've not. You have not. Okay, so you're, you're okay. What have you hiked around here? Waterfall. Waterfall. Okay, it's t- tougher than waterfall. I'd say one of these weekends, put down the beer for a couple mm. of hours, get outside, <laughs> go, go up to the top of Malins, go to the top of Malins. You'll love it. I haven't done that or Ben Lomond. Oh, you got to do Ben Lomond. Ben Lomond's great. All right. Well, it's not easy. What's what was the winner? Okay, so the winner is Reed Wolsey from Barnardsville, North Carolina. Bernard, Bernardsville. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, okay. North Carolina. Any guess how many laps he did? So you, you have twenty four hours, and you got to go up and back down. So, so to give you an idea, it takes about an hour. Most most uh, most people who go up it, it takes about an hour up. Um, and then, you know, a little faster on the way down, of course. You know, 24 hours to do this, but it's... Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to guess. Uh, okay, the winner, he did 12, 12. laps. Well, I was going to say 12. 12, oh. 12, 12 laps. 12 laps. The second place finisher was, um, and this is the 24-hour, was Zach Jarvis from Mesa, Arizona, who clocked 11 laps. Nice. Uh, freaking believable So that's fantastic. Now... Karen Bishop from Ogden, who I know, uh, I know Karen, she is, she's the, she was third place overall 
Jeez. And the number one female, and she clocked in seven laps on Malins, which okay. is just Karen ridiculous. needs to come talk about that. Karen needs to come talk about that. I want to hear all the little details. So we have then the 12-hour one, Andrea Christensen from Saratoga Springs, within 12 hours, did, well, she did eight laps in 12 hours. So technically, she did a better job than Karen. But it was a different But it was a different category. Yeah, eight laps in 12 hours. Then Royce Hampton came in second, and he did seven. Well, there's a few that did seven. Then Matt Matt Woolley from Sandy, Utah, also did did uh, seven, but in a shorter amount of time. Okay, who else was who else was doing it? So our yeah, our friends who we had on the podcast, one was Sarah Moore. She came in one, two, three, four, five, six overall in the twelve-hour race. Jeez. And Sarah did how many laps did she do? Do, 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 do? Five laps. Five. Her goal was six, if I remember right. Was it really? And so that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, well anything over two is like impressive like, to me. It totally is. And then in the six-hour, <clears throat> Ryan Montgomery from Park City, Utah, uh, had five laps, and then nobody out. Oh. Yeah, five lap, five laps, and then no one else in the six hour got more than four laps because you know you only have six hours to do it. So Howard Wang out of Sandy was second, and then Jane Mouse, uh, female from Salt Lake City, was third, and then our our friend, all the way at the bottom, <laughs> Eric Manning. <clears throat> uh, he only got the one lap. Yeah, I only got the one lap. And he said he was like, was you know, it's, it's, beer, it's beer time. I haven't talked to him. Hmm. But um, I didn't do it. You know, we didn't even try. So there's that. But Listen. Congrats to this. We're taking time to talk about it right now. And so points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we're drinking beer in a comfy trailer. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason we talk about this stuff and don't do. Now, that being said, does it say um, how much they raised? Oh, that's a, that'd be good. I don't know. I exited out of the. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll, I'd be happy to look that up sometime because that's a big fundraiser mm-hmm. for them. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so it's the Olympics, and I. I Have you started watching anything? Uh, or? Okay, this is the bad part. I haven't watched. I haven't watched anything. How How do you stand on? Nothing. I know you. Do you prefer summer over winter? I like winter better. You like, I like winter, winter better. better? Much better. Actually. I've watched a little bit of of winter. It's kind of been in the background. I'll be honest, but it's it's icy. There's a lot of. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, is that what is that supposed to be icy? No, everything is super icy and is that it looks what super saying? cold. Oh, okay, it looks uncomfortable. Now, what I do know, and we'll get to this in a minute, is they should have done it in Japan because Japan's got pow pow. Yeah, China. I haven't to make, seen any. They had of that to powder. make all of that snow. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's not good. It's the really first nice. time. I think it's the first are like, time. Are there like palm it's trees and stuff? Completely man-made like, snow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. The venues are impressive. It's always, I mean, it's fun to watch the athletes. It really is. I wish I had time to watch more. Yeah. Because it's always, it is always impressive, but it just looks cold and uncomfortable and super icy. I think what throws me off is that they start it before the opening ceremonies, you know, and then I feel like I miss stuff and then I can't catch up and I'm always behind. And so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm out. Just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't <laughs> catch up with a million different competitions. So I give up on all of them. Yep. And then I just see, okay. Maybe catch like one snowboard event. Yeah. Well, I do want to watch some of those. Yeah. So those we'll are see. a blast. All right. Olympic roundup. Salt Lake City's Jalen Koff wins... USA's second 
That's who it was. That cough, was, cough. Cough. That was that, pretty yeah. good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but who, who, who is from Utah, and how are they doing? So apparently, if you go to the University of Utah, you're a shoe-in for the Olympic Games. Uh, how are other athletes, this is from the Deseret News, athletes with Utah ties, how are they doing, or how how did they do in Sunday's medal events? Um, well, they, they're there. Uh, not, I don't Inquiring know. minds want to yeah, know. I don't know if any of them medal but cross-country skiing men's 30 kilometer skiathon skiathlon skiathlon snorri einorison skiing for iceland but he i don't even think he tried how do you uh, even try with that <laughs> wow all right <clears throat> snorri einorson from iceland university of utah he went, he went to the u from 2007 2008 he was on the utah ski team he was 29th place out of 70 competitors speed skating men's 500 meter ethan Sapurian from university of utah he's a current student he's a student at the u 17 out of 20 what's he going to school for 20. uh men's 500 meter that's what he's going <laughs> to school for it's a minor it's a minor, it's a minor yeah. ski jumping men's individual normal hill uh, Casey Larson from the University of Utah, 39th out of 53. And then Kevin Bickner, Park City resident, 43rd out of 53 competitors. Luge men's singles, Chris Mazder out of Salt Lake City, 8th place out of, that's pretty good, 8th place out of 20 competitors. Snowboarding men's slope style, Sean Fitzsimmons, University of Utah, current student, 11th out of 12. Yeah, at least he's there. At least he's there. Alpine skiing, men's downhill, Ryan Cochran Siegel. He goes to Westminster. He was a former student, 14th out of 42 competitors. Bryce Bennett from Westminster. All these Westminster kids, they do the men's downhill. Former student, 19th place out of 42. And then Travis Ganon, Ganon, Westminster student, 20th place out of 42 competitors. So there you go. But we have... Um, Team USA's Alex Hall qualifies for skiing big air finals, and he's from Park City, Utah. So that's cool. And it's a pretty cool event, too. So the big air finals are always fun to watch. Did you um, did you watch any uh, Olympic events in 2002? I did not, no. Did you see anything, Brandon? Like in person, no. No, I went to the opening ceremonies. I didn't see you. Did the go. Events. I went to the. So opening you went ceremonies. to the opening. Ceremonies. I didn't live here at that time. Oh, well, that helps <laughs> explain that. Yeah, I did have a chance to see a couple. Um, I think I saw a luge men's luge finals, which was the viewing was like. <laughs> so, the other, like, hold on. Let me slow that down. Yeah, the other day, I, I put on the. Um, you can go to YouTube right now, and you can just search like vintage Olympics and watch right and it was the squaw valley was it squaw valley olympics uh-huh. yeah 1960 i believe and um the commentator in the background it showed these people sitting on the snow hill and it said as long as you can hike up the hill you can watch the event for free you know <laughs> and it was great and they had and it showed these people all these guys sitting in pine trees like just climbing a pine tree dodge a wrench you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball it's the coolest video and so it was free now I don't know how much you paid for your tickets, Todd, but you It's could. how you used to go to Red Butte Garden shows. That's you how just you used sneak to go behind to and you yeah. were now everybody It was knows. a different time. It was a different time. And if they don't know, they know now. But it was a men luge that I had a chance to see, and then I also saw a uh it was a men snowboard. It was the it was a day where the men just killed it and just won all the gold. And so I can't remember which 
I can't remember if it was slope style or if it was, I don't remember which, what the event was. I should remember. But if you remember right, and I think you went to, didn't you go to some closing ceremonies? No, the opening ceremony. Not the closing. I mean, the, the nightly medal ceremony. Didn't you go to one of those? or No. Each night, each I thought you had. I'm sorry. I no, that's right. <laughs> each night at the Olympic Plaza, so down in Salt Lake, uh, when they gave out the the medals at least a second time or whatever, they had they brought in bands to perform, and then you could watch mm-hmm. it, and then mm-hmm. it was turned into a party every mm-hmm. night, and uh, and so they brought in uh, Foo Fighters. I think I saw one night, and as part of your ticket, or did you have to pay extra for that? No, nope, it was all just part of that. Sweet. It was part of the event ticket. You could also oh, go to the nightly yeah. event. Yeah. No, we took um, Front Runner, because it was fairly new at the time, down. Yeah. And then we just partied at the Olympic Plaza, whatever What that was. an yeah. opportunity. How cool is that? I did go to the Summer Olympics in Atlanta in 1996. Nice. So I did I did do some of that. But I was, that's where I lived in 1996. So I'm guessing, have you been watching the events this year then? Have you started watching? I've seen some of it. Not a lot. But I started watching the opening ceremonies and trying to catch up with it. But... I haven't seen it is the opening tough. yet. I saw a little bit of the women's biathlon today, which is such a strange, strange activity. Is that the one where they shoot? Yep. Yep. That's really, it's actually, so I thought it was really strange too until it was explained to me. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, cross country skiing is one of the most intense heart rate things you can do, right? It gets, it's very intense. And then you have to calm your body and heart rate down to shoot. Oh, no. It, yeah, it's clear that they're amazing athletes. Yeah. It's just, how did it become a thing? Was it like how? I don't know, but I will tell you that when we were watching the Squaw Valley thing and they, they did a little thing on the biathlon and they were like, and we'll see if this comes back because it was not approved for the next Olympics. So it, it, so it was skipped, relatively new. So it skipped and then, then, then it came back. But I think it's, it's true. It's true to life on how you used to actually perform in the outdoors when you were the you know um inuit and and um people living off the land and you're you fashioned skis to your feet and then you would cruise around looking for something to shoot and then you find something to shoot and then you have to calm the body calm the mind and get the right shot and kill your animal and it's like a sport that's based off of so it's not just some made up thing you know it was based off of like real life what you used to have to do to i guess if you live in alaska or something yeah 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 like kind of like a, normal gun they a, just have a little bit better technical gear now a than lot they probably better did back better. then yeah muskets. they look like superheroes now front loading <laughs> muskets yeah it's pretty cool actually yeah. the yeah. uniforms are impressive but they look like superheroes. they have lycra and that's it's pretty impressive yeah anyway well done usa yeah uh, if you're watching the olympics uh Catch catch a brother up, would you? I have no idea what's going on. I haven't seen it. I think it's still going on. Download the NBC app. Is that what you have? And then you can just get alerts right to your phone. You don't even have to watch it. Okay. Well, that's smart. There you go. I watch the Peacock app. Yeah, that one also. Same thing. Same thing. Peacock app, and that's everything. Everything. Every, the smallest activity is on there. I remember 2002, the big event for me. And I think it was because my sister... Horseshoes is not, unless okay. it's a okay. winter horseshoe event that I was unfamiliar with. Okay. My sister volunteered Ski here in Ogden for curling. She was a volunteer for curling. And so I got into curling That's that winter hardcore. And so I, I will probably watch some curling this year. 
Curling is a blast. Curling's actually badass. Do you actually do curling? No, I would just love watch to it. Do curling. I okay. just watch it. I would actually love to do curling. It seems fun. It's very thoughtful. Like it really is, but it's it's strategic and then you got It's to, so strategic. It really is. You got to sweep. Well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you have to you have to prep for every little one. Yeah. You heat up that ice. It's really one of the funnest ones. It really is. Think. Yeah. Okay. But it also looks really strange. <laughs> It's a no. It's a great. Event. It's entertaining. It yeah, certainly sure. is. I think it's underrated. I do think it's underrated. I think that there's. But it's not. It's there. coming, becoming the cool thing now. I hope it curling. is. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, snowmobiler died in an avalanche west oh. of West Yellowstone. I'm no. just going to prepare us at all. No, I'm just, not, wow. Jeez. <laughs> to the jugular. I would have just like okay, start bringing it down. <laughs> start bringing it down. Okay. You want me to bring it down? Height of curling to a snowmobile. <laughs> snowmobile died in avalanche, which is really sad. But I will say, I was leaving to come to the studio today, and I was presented this book, The Avalanche Dragons. Oh, nice. Um, Mountain Mountain Mount Rangers. They wanted us to sell it, wants to sell it in our shop, which I don't, I don't care. I don't sell it in the shop, but I haven't even looked at it. So it's like a it's like a cartoon book informational book activity. Oh, there's a dragon in. Oh, then it's for Abby and Luke, which I'm assuming are his kids. And it's for Avalanche you Safety. Wander among the mountains and find what you seek. That is awesome, and it's about I am assuming Avalanche Safety. Yes, because here's, yeah, how cool is that? So it's like a children's book for children's avalanche book safety. for Avalanche Safety in this. This is brilliant. Okay, I'm going to hold this up again. This is free advertising. So this is for the kids that can't go to the B Street. Yes, yeah. Avalanche Dragons. It's like not focusing. Focus. There you go. Avalanche Dragons by Aaron. Oh, it might be a female. My bad. C. McCrea by Aaron C. McCrea, contributing editor Fritz Sperry. And Aaron's, it's E-R-I-N, so I'm assuming that's female, but I don't know. So this would have been at least a good transition into avalanches, but then we're still going to be going from a children's book to an avalanche death. So this, this, if you read this, okay, this may help prevent deaths. And the reason we're going to talk about that is because there was a terrible ac accident. This is that better? So much better. Is that better? Okay. In right outside of Yellowstone, a snowmobiler died over the weekend when an avalanche swept him into trees in the Lionhead area west of. West of West Yellowstone in the Gallatin National Forest, um, the Avalanche Center reported Monday. The man was partially buried in Sunday's shallow slide, and efforts to resuscitate him were unsuccessful. Center officials said his name has not been released. It's the third avalanche death in Montana this season. Minnesota snowmobilers Jesse and Carl Thielen were killed on December 27th north of Cook City. Park County officials said... Colorado Avalanche Information Center has reported nine avalanche deaths this winter season, including four snowmobilers. It's um, no, oh, God damn, that sucks. That sucks. Avalanches suck. I hate them. They and then one knocked out a. I didn't include it in our news stories, but one, one killed a mountaineer too, a really good mountaineer. I think in Patagonia this last week as well. So. It's too bad they didn't have the book. If they had the, they would have had the knowledge. They might, they might still be alive. Uh, another unfortunate situation: Salt Lake City transplant surgeon died ski in a skiing accident. He died at Solitude. Salt Lake City transplant surgeon has died in a skiing accident. Salty Mountain Resort, southeast of Salt Lake City. Officials say Doctor Andrew Gagnon is only thirty-eight years old of Cottonwood Heights. Had been skiing with his wife, but was skiing alone on an expert-level terrain on Thursday at about noon when he went off 
He, this is crazy. He went off a 100-foot cliff, 30-meter cliff. <clears throat> uh, it was wearing a helmet, but it didn't. I mean, geez, it's a 100-foot cliff. He tumbled down the steep slope into rocks and trees for another 500 to 600 feet. was wearing a helmet, but um, didn't work. Uh, rescue. Well, that's super sad. That's uh, terrible. Good thoughts to his family. Rescue teams made life-saving efforts, but Gagnon was declared dead at about 12.40 p.m., says here in the story, this is from out there, Colorado, Gagnon's colleagues at Intermountain Healthcare and Canyon Surgical Associates said Gagnon was an outdoor enthusiast who lived for his family, patients, and fellow caregivers. And because of his surgical talents, he was instrumental in, the gro- in growing the Intermountain Healthcare Transplant Services Program and in doing so saved hundreds of lives. Oh. He's a man who saved lives, and he died uh, too young. Too young. That's not good. And finally, in news, Japow. If you're looking for powder, hint, it's not in Ogden, Utah. It is in Hokkaido. Hokkaido? 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 Do you know how to say it? I, I do not know. Uh, Japan. It's in Japan. Go to Japan. What a relief. All is right in the world. The good folks in Hokkaido, Japan, I'm butchering that, I'm sure, are skiing ridiculously deep powder at the moment. The American West is dry as a bone, except for Taos. But knowing that people are still skiing Japan gives me warm, fuzzy feeling inside. It's just right, you know? This is from Unofficial Networks. It's happening somewhere, folks. It is happening somewhere, and that is that is good. Oh, I do have another news. Oh, no, this is Gear 30 segment. I think I moved this to the Gear 30 segment, which is fine, which is fine. Oh, I do have a... Oh, where's my worth watching, though? Oh, this worth watching is so good. Where'd my... Okay. I want to throw this is this is a podcast here. listeners look forward to this segment yeah. every week. Uh, so section. those of you on the podcast, this gives you a reason to cruise on over to the YouTube and watch this beautiful. Oh, it's loud. So this film is called Soft. It's here on Vimeo. It's filmed in Japan. I'm going to make this big so y'all can see it. Does it have something to do with powder? Uh, so it, it's a pretty. It seems like a somewhat boring. Okay, so describe it to Austin, me, Austin. You, you'd appreciate this. These shots from the start of this film. It's like the start of this film. They're all still shots, right? So the camera is fixed in place. It's the motion that happens in the still shot that's very interesting. Like here's a Japanese man who chucks a cigarette, takes an ice pick to his driveway. A beautiful shot of apartments, and then a snowboarder goes through the middle there. Another Japanese man spraying down his truck, probably spraying the uh, salt or ice off it. I'm not sure. Still shot of a beautiful countryside here in Japan with snow everywhere. And now look at this still shot here. See the border up at the top? And he's cruising down those steps. But the camera doesn't move. It's just what moves through the frame. And here's a here's a still shot right here. Oh, this one's great. The, can, the windows, and you see the border go by, the snow border go by. And I just love all those still shots, and then it's what moves through the frame, and it makes this a beautiful opening to a snowboard film. Uh, it's called Soft, it's on Vimeo, and then finally, we're gonna follow this pedestrian here in Japan, and then follow a snowboarder, and now the, now the camera's actually moving and following the rider through some pow going down the street, which is pretty cool, but um, I like the way the opening segment appears it's it's a little bit unusual a little more cinematic you know it's amazing yeah it's pretty cool actually so there you go that's worth watching it is called soft and it is a let's see how many 
It's about a 1435. 1435-minute film. How many views right now? Is it worth my time? Does Vimeo tell you? Yep. I think um, it does. How do I exit? <laughs> uh, oh, it was three years ago and 185,000 views. Done. Anything over 100, I'll maybe consider. 100 views or 100,000? 100,000, I'll, yeah. I'll maybe think about You're it. You're on it? Yeah. yeah, maybe. Okay, well, that's worth watching, I think. Hold on a second. Awesome. It's three years old, so. Soft. Soft, soft. <laughs> soft. Your 30 segment. Who's your favorite climber, Todd? Let's see if you can guess this. You were back in the day. Thank you. I have to clarify back in the day, sorry. <laughs> it was so long ago when I could, when I could. I can't climb stairs now, Todd. I, can't. I climbed in the bed last night. I climbed in the bed last night. <laughs> I climbed out of the trailer for a beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Don't break the fantasy for the listeners. Oh Come God. on. Okay. Uh, Adam Andra, he's sort of hot these days, you know. So who did he sign with? He signed with Mammut. Mammut and Adam Andre have teamed up. How is branding important to professional climbing? Well, let me tell you. It helps them do the things that they do. Yeah. Mammut is one of several outdoor companies vying for the top spot in an increasingly competitive market. Their recent acquisition of the world's strongest climber appears in line with their efforts to lead the outdoor industry. And so... Listen, if you want to climb like Andre, you better go buy some Mammut or you're never going to get there. Do you know that Mammut's a 160-year-old brand? No, I didn't know that, but I do like Mammut. I, yeah. I like them quite a bit, in fact. Yeah, they're awesome. We carried them for a short time in Gear 30, and uh, they're expensive, but they're, they're a great brand. They do last a while. Yeah. I'd say if you can't necessarily climb like he can, then you could at least look good. That's the point. The logo's quite nice, too. It's cool. So it's cool <laughs> to just wear that around. <laughs> done. It done. That's all we're looking for. Done. Uh, Todd, I think we skipped the guest segment of the show. Yeah, that's why we got this guy. That's what I mean. That's he just walked. I mean, I didn't even introduce. I didn't say what he does. I didn't do anything. I just, we were we keeping the it. mystery up to this moment. Okay, we can keep it because now people are like, "What? Well, no, really? Who is that? Yeah, really? Is it someone like super famous?" Kinda. Is it like a sneak? I mean, like around here, yeah. Guest? Yeah. It is a sneak around guest. here, what do you mean? We have to get real small. Ogden. Okay, like maybe even more localized. Than the that. monarch. Monarch. <laughs> and maybe even more. Like, let's even focus a little bit smaller than. Like that. Studio One and Two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> studio One, Two, and Three. And Three. Three. And three. three. Represented. Representing in Studio one, Three in one today. Place. In one small trailer. In one small trailer. Do you know how much money's in this trailer right now? Worth? With just the, the human collateral? The human collateral. Yeah, I'm not talking about the microphones. Dozens it's, of it's dollars. It's badass. That's it all I got dozens of dollars. It's, it's so many amazing. Yeah. It's at least a fraction of a Bitcoin. All right. So this, kind is, of your, a lot, this is your actually. two minutes of fame. I think this is probably a good chance to get to know you just a little bit. So Studio 3 in the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rose Creative District. And 40. 3 and 40. Oh yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm oh, I'm I'm straddling the fence here. You could not be contained. I'm East Coast, West Coast, <laughs> East Side, West Side. It's for your you can't hold me down. It's your different personalities. You can't so hold you feel me down. a little bit of this. You go here. One a little bit more of a working studio. One of more of a presentation studio. Was that the idea? 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna turn the light on behind you, so you keep talking. Austin. This is just getting. There's dark. lights behind. Me. We've been here so long; it's now getting so dark. Well, let's get to know you just a little bit better. Have you been on the show before? Technically. Technically, no. This is no. your first time. No, I just show up outside the trailer, and he always. I just stay grab a couple outside. of beers, and I and outside. I shut the beer fridge, and I listen from the adjacent room. Okay, so it wasn't you that left it open. Definitely not. Okay, so it was totally somebody. The else. mystery goes on. So, what do you do here at the Monarch? I print photos on metal. If we were to take that back just a step too, do you take the photos as well? Yes. So well, not not all. So of photography. Them, but yeah, but well, but you know the the, the good ones, the, <laughs> not the ones in the trailer. So you you do the work for photographers. So you work for photographers. Yeah. But you also print your own work as well. Yeah, that's right. So I do the photography, print it on metal, and then if someone else wants it, then yeah, for sure. So I why metal? I like it. Because it's, it's more expensive? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I like to print on wood. So why? Just because. Yeah, I just because. That's cool. No, printing on aluminum is, it's a, it's a really nice product. Uh, it's designed for photographic reproduction. Um, I was going to say it, that. Well, that's what it's made for. This The product that I use is called Chromalux, but that's what it's built for. I mean, it's made out of, it's made in Kentucky um, just for this purpose, but you don't need a frame for it. So you just print right on it, boom, goes on the wall. I don't like framing. I never liked framing. I don't like cutting glass, none of that. So this is uh, just a nice product. This is a man, Brandon, that can't be framed in. You can't you frame can't, it, man. You can't frame me. No, but where you can look at your art and look at behind Todd's head right now, that is not on metal, but that is printed by you right there. I should mention the photographer did a hell of a job on that. Um, That's stock art, correct? That's, but uh, yeah. um, No, that's your work. No, that's, I took the photo, but we don't need to talk about how much uh, post work that Austin (laughs) had to do to make it printable. (laughs) We gave me a file. Back. Is it based in truth? It's <laughs> the photo is based. I did in a little reality. touch up based on it, tr- but it it's worked based out. In truth, yeah. Oh God, no, yeah. What, so how do you do that? How do you, how do you look at a photo and be like, okay, listen, with without pissing off the person who gave you the photo, it's like, uh, do you mind if I make this better so it looks better on metal? Like, how do you do that? I knew you had a good photo, but Thank when you. you when you sent it to me, it had gotten decompressed or whatever mm-hmm. down to like mm-hmm. 72 dpi or whatever 72 what is that a thumbnail you sent him like a little thumbnail picture so the original yeah. file we couldn't find right so we were like well give me the original file you couldn't find it so uh i was like okay i'll work some magic on it and give it a little more detail but look it Nicely turned out look yeah yeah but he had to he had to make it sharper and it looks good yeah he had to fill in all the gaps with frog dna <laughs> remember that <laughs> Jurassic Park, wherever there was all those little gaps that was missing. Yes, I in the love dinosaur frog DNA. DNA. Yeah. It was. It was frog, it was DNA. frog DNA. Totally frog DNA. But the results are sharp. They look good. And this is on like a soundproofing that you printed. Yeah, it was yeah, printed on. It's printed on metal. these polyester panels. Mm-hmm. It works hard. It keeps the sound inside, which is the idea. But I, I use Topaz software. So that works great for enlarging photos, which is what I did with that. And it added some detail back in. So do you have a good time at the Monarch? Yeah. You've been here since day one. Yep. Yep. 
You're OG. I know. I was the third one to come in here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> was you you guys in Ksenia. We were pretty And then I think I was the next one. Yeah. We we hung out actually outside about a year before they opened. Yeah. Just waited in line. That's true. We made we did the van sessions outside about a year before they even opened the doors. Anyway. Yeah. Austin, I love having you as a neighbor because um, I can hear everything you say. Oh, really? <laughs> Let's just say we know everything. Everything. <laughs> I like that intern. He, I'm sure, knows everything as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, I mean, we do have a little bit of sound protection with this trailer, but I don't know. So you're in uh, in Studio Three, and then you also somewhat recently uh, got into Studio. What's the other number? Forty. Studio Forty. Now, why did you also you you needed more, more room to, yep, to spread your more, wings? Yeah, I needed more space. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, having two units side by side like you guys have here, this is this is a good amount of space. I had one unit, um, but my equipment that I have, I I can't move it. it I've got a big three thousand pound heat press. Uh, that I just can't move right now. So I grabbed another one over on the other side to show more. Yeah, than just than to basically just have a place to show. And you're sharing that space with someone? Yeah, Michelle Phelps from Mandrew's Art. Why didn't you tell Stephen to go over there and then you kick just Stephen out? I tried, to kick Steve, I tried to kick Stephen out. He was so pissed. He was like, <laughs> I'm not leaving. That's uniform. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. I sell art and art accessories. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's fair. That he didn't want. I love Steven. No, I love Steven yeah. too. He's he's awesome. We would have had to move everybody down one. Yeah, no, I wasn't even. Thing. No, I, I no, no, <laughs> You no. show up at a movie and he, you're like, can everybody just bump? He like logoed his do his window. Like he it's screen yeah. he like screen printed on his window. So yeah. he's, he's not there. he's not going. In. Oh God. Okay. So right. you did find additional space and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're able to show your work a little bit easier. Exactly. Share the love just all over the place. Nice. Well, you're a great neighbor. Oh, thank you. You guys are the best. The beer cooler's always open as long as you shut the damn goddamn door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we ask too much? No, we don't. No, we don't. It's pretty uh, simple. Well, thanks for hanging yeah. out with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Any any other any more time to 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 fill there, Brandon? How I got you? like a story. Um, what do you got? Used gear is a bandwagon thing now. So it's see, let's throw this up. Oh. What's that mean? Used gear is in. Yeah, used gears in. The basics of brand controlled used gear sales are fairly straightforward. Companies either work through a service platform like Trove, which helps brands sort, repair, and resell products, or they use peer to peer software like Recurate, which integrates into their online stores. In other words, you can buy and sell used gear, and more uh, shops are doing this, according to Outside Magazine. And that is cool as well. I they should. Gear is built to last now. Yeah. I mean, if you get something that can last, obviously. Right. But it makes perfect sense that you, if you're done with it. Let somebody else use it. Pass it on to the next. Yeah. yeah. You know what I haven't done for a while is My Lands segment. And do you know why we call it My Lands segment? I do. That's yeah. grandma's phrase, which yeah. I can't my, after all this time, you need to record her saying that. That's true. My Oh, My Lands. My, my lands. grandma says, oh, My Lands. And so My Lands is our environmental segment of the podcast. Mm. Um, so the story here is that, uh, oops, where's my, come here, internet, there we go. A mass swarm of dead fish in Atlantic prompts a French inquiry. This image is amazing, and I, let's see if I can make this biggity, big, big, big. Um, if you're listening at home, just kind of squint a little bit. Well, I want Austin to see this photo, because 
so I don't know if you can see that Austin there over there, but this is um, what that, I mean, it looks like a cool uh, photo, whatever, but it's just a bunch of dead fish is all it is. But you wouldn't know because it's, I mean, just look, it looks like a pattern. It looks like a lot of dead fish. Yeah, it's like a lot. It's a lot of dead fish is what it is. It's just not good. Um, so what's the story? France's maritime minister has maritime, maritime. Or merry time, whatever. Depends on how much merry time. <laughs> he's been drinking merry that day. You're having a good has time. ordered an investigation into a possible violation of fishing practices after an environmental group released video and photos of a massive swarm of dead fish released by a huge trawler in the Atlantic Ocean off France. The images by the group Sea Shepherd, you might know them, they're sort of famous. They uh, were chasing the, they had the, the show on whales and chasing them. I've seen them. Yeah, show a blanket of dead blue Whiting or Whiting, W-H-I-T-I-N-G, Whiting fish, floating on the surface of the Bay of Biscay off the coast of the south of southwest of France. The group estimates it had about 100,000 dead fish. Struck by the shocking images, French Mar- Maritime, Maritime, Minister Annick, whatever his last name is, Jaradine, tweeted Friday that she, oh, it's, geez, it's a female. Anik Jaredine tweeted Friday that she ordered the National Center for Fishing Surveillance to investigate what had happened. They're freaking out. So such an accident is a rare occurrence, and in this case was caused by the unexpected large size of the fish caught, it said. It said the trawler had adapted its practices to deal with the exceptional size of the fish, fish currently in the area concerned. The sea Shepherd questioned whether it was an accident or an intentional dump of unwanted fish. The group was calling it more... Calling for more policies of the seas to protect sea life and oceans. Yeah, because you can't just be killing that many damn fish. But anyway, they say it's an accident. Oh, whatever. The AP, so the Associated Press. Fish I'll are tell you dead what, now. May they be haunted by at least a few dead fish dreams. I hope so. At least the smell of dead fish. I wish that on them right now. That's a lot of dead fish. That's a lot of fish. Race is on to save the Great Salt Lake. Will it be enough? And so I have it on my notes to reach out to Leah Larson. So, um, But this is a national story because it's the AP. Uh, the, the largest natural lake west of the Mississippi is sh- shrinking past its lowest levels in recorded history, raising fears about toxic dust, ecological collapse, and economic consequences. But the Great Salt Lake may have some new allies, conservative Republican lawmakers. Well, that's interesting. The new burst of energy from the GOP-dominated state government comes after the lake levels recently hit a low point during a regional mega drought. Is that what we're in? Are we in a mega drought? Right yes, now? we're in a mega drought. Oh, okay. This is not a new thing. I'm so glad that everybody's on board like way after the fact. Yeah. Worsened by climate change, water has been diverted away from the lake for years though, to supply homes and crops in Utah. The nation's fastest-growing state, which is true, and our house prices will prove it, is also one of the driest, with some of the highest domestic water use, because we can just shower for hours. Oh, yeah. New homes don't require water. That's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're not even building them fast enough. This year. I've got miles and miles of lawn. Green lawn. Green, all green. It's a big green. investment in the lake that's long been an afterthought, with Governor Spencer Cox proposing spending $46 million and the powerful House Speaker throwing his weight behind the issue. But some worry that the ideas advancing so far at the state legislature don't go far enough to halt the slow-motion ecological disaster. Now, uh, Todd, we have a friend who's, who's reporting on this, Leah Larson, from the beginning of time. The beginning of time, her time. 
as a reporter. She's been doing good work on this. She did a whole series for it. So I should we should invite her in. What do you say? Yeah, it's time. Yeah, yeah it's time. Okay. Yeah, let's get her in a room with the governor. That'd be great. I'd like yeah, that too. If the lake dries up, what do we what do we salt uh, say? Does that great have something to do with the powder? Salt dust. Yeah. Or something great. Oh yeah, we gotta change the name. Right? Salt Dust City. Salt Dust City. Well, it's got a ring. To be honest, I don't. It. I don't hate the name, but that's another. <laughs> but also, I hate that name. I really <laughs> like the name we have it out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Also, well, I appreciate that something is being done. Also, I I want to say that um, I think that, and this I'm just throwing it out there. If we let the lake shrink to dust, does that mean that? So we wouldn't have lake effect snow, but would we have better snow? Because it'd be drier snow. In the mountains, and we have the nicest pal. It's probably probably probably, it's probably, probably not it. probably not. No. I think it's a complicated <laughs> ecosystem that has been in effect for a long, long, long time, and so it would just be different. So I don't know what different means. Yeah, I don't either. I just totally made that. I up. think we I need to no reach idea. out to Leah though. That's a big issue. That's it like is. the issue. Get yeah. the ex- expert here. Yeah, that's a right. big, big issue. I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up. Yeah, thanks. For sure. Quote of the week: People show off to fill a void. <laughs> what? Maxime Lagasse. People show off to fill a void. To fill a void. Thank you to Banyan One for powering today's 384th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to the Banyan Collective on YouTube, actually. You should listen and subscribe on YouTube. We're way more fun in person. Uh, look first on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts. I should say when you can see us. You know. Or you yeah. come hang out. Or come hang out. The studio's open during show It's time, pretty much so. the same time each week, yeah. Come hang out. We'll say, we'll say hey. Here's the beer. I'm Case. And now close the Beth. beer fridge. <laughs> close the beer fridge. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we're also on Spotify, thebandycollective.com, and the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. All the show notes with links are available at thebandycollective.com. So the stories we talked about, I try to link those. So if you'd like to learn more, go back to those later. Go to thebandycollective.com. Click on Ogden Outdoor Adventure. Those, that's the blog. It has all the links. It takes you right to the story, the show, whatever worth watching everything we had it's all there um dm us on instagram at ogden adventure if you have any like feedback questions just want to chat oh uh, can i can i wish a congrats please to to you and, and i guess to some degree to us and so uh, just recently this past friday our van sessions podcast and live music series celebrated six year anniversary good point and so, con- congrats on that. So, happy anniversary, Brandon. I should have pulled up our first. I have a. We're, we leave with the vans. We exit the this podcast with a van sessions. But I should have like pulled up OG something from. Session. Yeah, I should have pulled up like the first like no, day one. Maybe I'll I bring this up again as well. So think about that. So, anyone in Ogden that appreciates local, and I know that we support local in everything that we do. Six years, and this show even longer. Much longer, double time. Twelve years. Yeah. 12 years outdoor adventure podcasting. Holy no, 10. Smokes. 10. No, 12. 2010. 2010. 12 years. 12 years. God, do the math, Brandon. I'm trying to do it for you. You don't even <laughs> have to do it. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Austin, for joining you guys us today. Are oh, my gosh. This is so fun to have. Uh, oh, the lights just went out on Austin. So it's <laughs> party's over. It's over. <laughs> party's over. Do I still get beer or is that that done? (laughs) The 
lights. <laughs> it's like you're done. Oh, okay. It's like we got played out. We just got played out. Yeah, we yeah. just that was. Just I haven't even pushed rolled, the button. Yet. Rolled right out of the door. Oh, this week's okay. outdoor jukebox triggers and slips as heard on Van Sessions. Let this play and be a thing. Um, as John Muir would say, the mountains are calling and we must go. And this is triggers and slips on Van Sessions. So let's go. These guys are so good. <laughs> 